What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today's Monday, December 26th, 2022. Almost there. It's almost 2023. My name's Jeremy. This is my first call. So running a little bit late this morning. Uh, completely messed up my alarm clock. And I was laying there in bed saying, man, the heat doesn't usually kick on until 6, 10, 6.15. I wonder if I finally trained it because I've been waking up earlier. I wonder if it's finally trained properly. And well, I, I got up and took a look at the clock because I, I I don't like having being able to see what time it is when I'm laying up. And it said 621. I went, oh. But it didn't actually say 621, it said 1821. Because when I had reset my clock over the weekend from the power outage. I, I set it to, to PM, you know, military time, but my brain translates it so cleanly that I didn't register that. <clears throat> Whoops. But here I am. A couple minutes late. I'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. I want to say good morning to all of you out there. Frank, Mark, Dennis, Liz, Jenny, and everybody else, whether you're watching live there or listening dennis says happy 364 days until christmas whistlecake family uh somebody enjoys christmas good morning to all the rest of you everybody saying good morning good morning liz says happy monday morning i hope you had a phenomenal weekend i, I saw stuff messages from quite a few of you i had a pretty good weekend i really did uh, saturday I saw the new Avatar movie, and uh, in, in, uh, we, we have we don't have any IMAX theaters in Vermont, but we do have one that's a pretty good size, and I saw it there, and it was it was incredible. Three hours long, but man, James Cameron knows what he's doing. Such a great film, and and I don't know that it was better than the first one, but it wasn't worse. And I'm really excited. I think there are three more coming, one each year for the next three years. Few movies have brought me to as much emotion as those two. Just such powerful experiences. And just as kind of a, a warning or a caution or, or a thought, I met quite a few people who didn't enjoy the first one. I didn't meet a single person who saw it in the theater in 3D that didn't enjoy it. It's a movie that is meant to be seen in a theater with a whole bunch of people in 3D. And if, you, if you're not going to do that, it's not going to be anything close to the same. So just keep that in mind. Jenny says she enjoyed her time this weekend. It was wonderful. I enjoyed my time with the kids last night so much that we didn't even take pictures. That says something, doesn't it? That you were so in the moment, 
you didn't think to take pictures. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yesterday I went for a hike. Some of you may have seen those pictures that I posted on my personal social media. It was really cold. There was ice on my eyelashes, but it was a good time. Beautiful sky. Had the mountain to myself for almost the whole time. It was nice. I was glad to be out there. Friday, figured out the next program, the Whistle Kick 30 Day Challenge. Uh, I may do some work on that today. We'll see. But if not, tomorrow. And you'll all be able to sign up tomorrow. It'll launch January 2nd. And then it'll be a rolling launch whenever people sign up. It'll it'll start for that. But I'm excited about it. There were some interesting uh, programming challenges that I had to solve. And I solved them. I'm quite confident. So today, what's today? Well, it's, it's Monday, which means we have an episode of Martial Arts Radio. So we'll figure that out in a moment. Uh, but it's also ooh, ooh, the day after Christmas, and today is the day that my family will be doing gift exchange. So that's at 11, which means my day is going to be a weird day. Uh, I'm probably going to go to the gym beforehand, because if I don't, I don't think I'm going to go after. Going to the gym after eating a big meal just never seems to happen quite right. I want it to but it rarely does. So we'll figure that out. Good morning, Cato. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see about today's episode. I think I know who it is. I think my memory is serving me. Let's find out. I was right. Episode 774 with someone that quite a few of you know. Some of you have trained with Tashi Deb Mahoney, Mark Warner's right hand. And it's a fun episode. We actually, we talk about some interesting stuff in this one. This is not, you know, I, I always highlight the differences in episodes because I think that's important. If I highlight the similarities, it seems boring, doesn't it? The thing that I enjoy about what we do is that it's a, pretty much the same format but with different people and it brings us oh, excuse me, to different places. But in this episode, we end up in some really interesting conversations about teaching and about martial arts and what it can do. It's a little bit more conversational than most episodes. Most of our episodes, I do very little talking and do a little more in this one. But I, I thought we got into some good stuff. So I hope you check it out. It's everywhere, and I hope you enjoy it. Liz says, Deb's episode. I'm very excited to listen to this one. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you all enjoy all of the episodes if you listen. If podcasts aren't your thing, that's okay. Uh, I don't want anyone to ever feel, well, there are plenty of people that feel this, because people come up to me like, I'm so sorry, I'm not caught up. It's okay. I would rather that we put out more content than you can handle. Because if we put out less, that means you want more. I want you to be full. I want you to be satisfied. I want you to pick and choose. I want you to have so much available to you that you say, man, I'm doing this or this or this or this or this. Someday we will have an app, a proper app, 
that brings all the things together that we do the, the store and podcast and first cup and uh, training programs and all the things because I want you to be able to just kind of hang out on your phone or Marshall journal articles and just what martial arts stuff do I want right now? I want this. I want that. I want to read. I want to listen. I want to watch. I want to train. I want to look at the social media. I want to go into one of the groups, right? Like it, it all lends itself. Well, we're just, we're just not there yet. Mark's making an evil laugh. I'm not sure why. Did I do anything else? You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, as much for me, but about me, because uh, I'm kind of proud of it. It's been a long time since I woke up late. Now, of course, I, I made, I made it to the show, but the last time that happened, I felt really guilty. I was really bummed out. I felt like I wasn't doing a good job. I was embarrassed. I was scolding myself for last time was probably usually it's because I forget to set an alarm somehow, but not this time because accidents happen and I need to give myself the space to mess up once in a while. I can't be perfect. I'm going to set the bar high and I'm going to do my best, but I messed up. It happened. It's quite okay. I'm okay with it. I hope you are too. And if you're not, well, tough. Oh, Mark says, it's everywhere I've been sharing. Well, that's great. It's a good episode. It really is. You know, having someone on who appreciates the academic side of teaching as I do. And then the two of us can talk about that. I think really led to some great stuff. Is it still really cold out? Yeah, it's 20. It's warmer than it was yesterday. We've got some warmer weather coming. All this snow will melt in the next week or so, but it's okay. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. I hope whatever you did, whoever you spent time with, if that is a thing that you did, I hope it was enjoyable. I hope if you gave and received gifts, they were given and received in the right spirit. I hope they were enjoyed. And I hope you appreciated the day. I think that's a thing that we lost sight of for a while, but we're, I think we're getting back to that. Over the years, I'm hearing more and more people and families say that they're putting a lot of restrictions on the gift giving because they felt like it got out of hand. That's what we do in our family. We have for the adults, it's it's a, a secret Santa. One gift, $50 limit. Because it was getting nuts when uh, when my brother got married. Ended up with Two, because there was a, a daughter from a previous marriage coming in, and it's just like, okay, hold on. This is a lot of money. Even even if you're buying reasonably priced gifts, just the sheer number of them, it's a lot of money. And 
people were joking about it one year. They're like, well, you know, maybe we should. And I said, you know, the focus really isn't on us. And I get the sense that everybody's doing this in an, out of obligation. What if, what if we just do a single, what if we do a secret Santa or one year we didn't even do that. We did a, a, a Yankee swap. Anybody knows what that is. Lots of fun. But So I'm just going to put this comment up on, on screen because it just seems so out of the blue. Frank says, I gave myself a haircut yesterday. How did that go, Frank? I I give myself haircuts too, but they're rather simple. I don't know if you gave yourself that style of haircut. But I'll tell you, that, you know, the last few years, us doing this, this gift exchange really has made things nicer. You know, it's... Um, there's a service that mom found online and you register and it handles who has who as the gift recipient. And you can even do a wish list within there that pulls from some popular Amazon stuff. I never buy the items directly. I go back to Amazon and find um, better deals. So um, my gift recipient this year is getting two gifts within the limit that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do, but I spent some time digging around because why not? Dennis says, I've been my own barber for 20 years. I tip him well. When was the last time somebody else cut my hair? College. So yeah, 20 years. I have a variety of different tools that I have used over the years and I'm currently using a pit bull shaver, which I like. I'm getting more comfortable with it. So, um, what else is going on? I have no meetings today. Family's getting together at 11, which I'm just, I'm playing out times in my head. We'll see how that goes. Hmm. Yeah, I had a good weekend. I did. And I'm feeling really, really peaceful right now. You know, despite waking up late, I'm just, I'm talking to myself in, in the just letting the, the little bit that's still there go. Because it's okay. Frank said this. Uh, it went quite well, actually. I was looking quite messy, so I just took it all off. Kept the beard, though. I went to the Christmas party yesterday looking like a lumberjack. There you go. Ooh, Jenny with the big comments. Okay. You won't be able to see me for a second. There's an evolution in gift giving that I've been enjoying for a couple of years. Traditionally, we only give gifts to the kids in the family. It's about them, and we find joy in their joy. When my oldest got a job and was making his own money, he decided on his own that he wanted to give gifts to his siblings. I love watching my kids lift up when they open, light up when they open his thoughtful gifts. It's wonderful to see that my oldest has picked up on the joy of giving. Yeah. We we have equated in, in a lot of Western culture. Oh, there's a sneeze. Hold on. We've equated gift giving 
to some kind of ex gift exchange. Exchange is an obligation. A gift, I've said this before, and I'll, I'll say this again. I feel very strongly about this. If you expect anything in return for a gift, it is not a gift. It is an obligation. If I give you a gift and I get upset that you don't express gratitude in the way I want you to, you don't give me a thank you note. You don't give me a gift back or, or a gift that I think is appropriate or a gift that is um, of equal value or, or something. It's no longer a gift. It's a trade. It's a bargain. It's an obligation. It's a exchange. It's a, I don't know, probably come up with some other words. And that completely ruins the spirit. I've seen that happen. I've experienced it. I, I've, I've been on both sides of it. It wasn't until I was probably in my 20s that I wrapped my head around that. And it happened because uh, um, a member of my family who, who has since passed on called me and got very upset. Was, she was quite upset. It was my aunt. That I didn't thank her properly for the birthday gift she had sent me. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I, I sent you an email. I thanked you. Well, I didn't get it. And she was very, for her, it was quite upset. I was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I sent an email. And I wasn't long out of college. And, and I had spent a lot of my college philosophy classes and, and papers thinking about things that were kind of similar to this, this idea of, of objectivity versus subjectivity. If I thanked her, but she didn't receive it, have I done my, my part? And then I just ended up down this rabbit hole. It wasn't a gift. If I had to thank her, it wasn't a gift. Jim Gaffigan has a funny bit on this. he talks about gift giving and giving someone clothes and they say well if it doesn't fit you can take it back thanks you've given me an errand right and i think also in that same uh stand-up special he talks about gift certificates gift certificates are just limitations on money and how to spend it i i, I find them and and some of you probably do give gift certificates and I'm, I'm not i'm not throwing shade at you but i find them to be tacky if you're going to give someone a gift certificate i think it is far better to give them money cash and a note suggesting what you would would like to see them spend it on because what if the thing that they want in that vein that you are hoping they will buy doesn't exist at the store that you've purchased a gift certificate at? I've heard some people say, well, I don't give cash because I don't want them to save it. Then don't give them cash. 
I also think there's something to be said that if you do, if you can't find a gift for someone, if you don't know them well enough to purchase them a gift, that you resort to gift certificates. Maybe it suggests that you don't need to buy them a gift. I don't know that I've ever given a gift certificate. I've received plenty of gift certificates, but I'll tell you what, I have zero memory correlating the things that I bought with the person who gave the gift certificate. I was thinking about this the other day, uh, yesterday, day before I had to go out to my toolbox. I have a big standing toolbox like a, a mechanic would have because I've always wanted one. Bought one when I bought this house on Black Friday for myself. Spent a lot of money on Black Friday for myself that year because I just bought a house. And I went in and I, I grabbed a, a tool that my father had given me. My father's been gone a year and a half. It's been a long time since we were consistently, since I saw him consistently. And the gifts that he gave me must have been, and we were talking 14, 15 years ago now at least, but I still remember the ones he gave me. Gift cards don't do that. Every time I pick up a tool from him, I know it was from him. I remember. And it means something. And if you want to give meaningful gifts, they have to be meaningful. A gift card, not meaningful. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't times and places for gift certificates, gift cards. And But to me, it's not your closest people. It's that next ring out. It's people you work with where you know you know there's going to be some kind of gift exchange. Maybe it could be a secret Santa kind of thing, and you end up with someone that you don't know very well. You know they like this store. You've seen them wear things of this brand. All right, now it starts to make sense. Or um, employee uh, employers giving gifts to employees. Instructors giving gifts to students or, or uh, assistant teachers. That's where it starts to make sense, where the spirit is there, but the relationship is a little bit more one directional. I think that's perfectly fine. Or if you're giving gifts to a set of people, a group of people, and you don't know them all equally well, and to give a really thoughtful gift to this person and not know what to do about this person will make people feel bad. I get it. I get it. There, there's the end of my commentary. It's not even a rant. My commentary on gifts. Denny says, personally, I love gift certificates. It gives me the chance and permission to buy things that aren't within my budget. If people give me cash, it goes towards bills or groceries or the kids, and I never do anything for myself. I understand that. You can actually sell gift certificates back for like 90, 95 cents on the dollar. Did you know that? Um, and that's where I think the note comes in. If I gave you a gift certificate and I said, you are forbidden from using this on something that is not completely selfish, you would do it. And if you wouldn't do it, 
then it would likely suggest, again, that the relationship is not strong enough that a gift is warranted. Liz says, so my best friend Stephanie and I naturally decided that we were not giving each other traditional Christmas gifts because we give each other gifts throughout the year. The Hey, you said you wanted this and I saw it at the store, so I picked it up. Man, you guys are making me translate today. No thank you notes necessary or even ever expected. Now, Frank, I want to I want to talk about today's stuff. I want to talk about it. We started a couple minutes late. We'll end a couple minutes late. It's okay. And the stuff that we have for today is not super long. Uh, good morning, Ben. Ben says uh, Benjamin says, "What coffee is in the cup this morning?" Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, it's it's black tea, English breakfast. I had how much coffee did I have this weekend? I think I had two cups of decaf, and I had before the movie. I went to a new coffee shop. I was going to sit down and read, but they were closing early, which their website did not reflect. It me up. And forgot to order decaf. So I was sitting in the movie watching Avatar, like, ah, all jacked up. Because it was the first caffeinated cup of coffee I've had in weeks. All righty. So, Frank, there were some, some technical issues with the graphic service that we use. So I'm going to read our stuff for today from Frank. Thank you, Frank, for all that you do. Thank you to Josh for our theme music. Thank you to Denise for the audio feed. Yesterday was also the anniversary of the release of Itman 4 and some trivia from IMDb. In many ways, the character of Master Wong, played by Yu Wu in this movie, mirrors that of Master Hong, played by Samuel Hong in Itman 2, in terms of their roles, outcomes, and relationship with Itman in their respective movies. Both were secondary characters to Itman's protagonist role. Both were leaders in their respective local associations. Itman also started off on the wrong foot with both of them, but eventually earned their respect through his strong values. Itman dueled with both of them, and both duels ended in draws. And lastly, both also fought with their respective movies' main antagonists and lost. The only difference was that Master Hong's defeat was a fatal one, whereas Master Wan's defeat wasn't. How many of you have seen Itman? Have you seen all of the Itman films? They're really good. They're really good. And, you know, a big part of that is Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen's pretty exceptional. Do all of you know that I've I spent a day hanging out with uh, Donnie Yen's sister and uh, a bit of time with, with their mother? Yeah, I live a weird life. From Boston. And happy holidays to you, Benjamin. Jenny says she's seen them. The Itmon movies are her favorite. That's awesome. All right, next. During their alleyway fight, it's been a little while since I've seen this. I, I, I'm trying to, uh, nope, nope, not pulling details. During their alleyway fight, Mark Strange performs a jumping back kick on a solid door to show his skills. This gets the response, doors don't bite back, but I do from Bruce Lee, referencing Lee's memorable boards, don't hit back quote from Enter the Dragon. Not only that, but if one takes a closer look at Mark Strange, he bears more than a passing resemblance to Robert Wall, aka Bob Wall, who plays the character in Enter the Dragon that Lee makes the statement to. Hmm. 
I've had an idea for a while. And if somebody wants to take this and run with it, either within the Whistlekick umbrella or separate, you are welcome to. I have long thought there was a way to do like a, a, let's call it a watch party for martial arts films, like a monthly thing. I've probably talked about this. Where everybody grabs a movie, probably on Amazon Prime or Netflix, because those are the services that most people have. And you sync up. So you get like a like a group event going, probably on Facebook, and you go live. The 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 person organizing it goes live and kind of get a countdown going and and everybody presses play at the same time. And then you sit there and you chat about it. I think that would be a lot of fun. I don't know if I would do it because I'm kind of busy, but I bet that's a thing people would take. Frank says he's seen the first three, might watch the fourth one today. Oh, cool. Let me know what you think. Mark says, I saw one, two, three, four, and the other ones. Oh, so the Yip Mon, the, the pseudo knockoff ones. All right, and our last one today. The film broke the 100 million RMB box office in China. Uh, what does that acronym stand for? It's their currency. On its first day of release, outgrossing the total for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which opened in China on the same day. Well, that makes sense. That doesn't surprise me. Liz has never seen them. No, no time like the present. Alrighty, it's time. I'm going to go. I hope you have a wonderful day. I know some of you are likely working, and if you are, I hope it's a, a gentle day and, and week of, of work. In fact, this is back when I used to work retail. This was like my favorite week of work because nobody felt pressured. Every time somebody came in, they're like, hey, I have like two things I got to do today. And one of them is buying this printer. Cool. Let's get you a printer. All right, cool. And we'd hang out for 45 minutes and I'd get the person a printer. There was no pressure. It was really nice. But I also suspect a lot of you have taken some time off and maybe you're even off this week and you're enjoying life. And if that's the case, I hope you do. I hope you are. Yeah. Now, if you want to support us in our mission to connect, educate, and entertain the martial artists of the world, there are like 75 things you can do. And we list most of them on the family page, whistlekick.com slash family. But if you want the easiest one, the one that really means the most, take a moment, take today's episode, find a specific point in it, listen to it, watch it. I'm not 100% sure there's a video version. Uh, that stuff happens a little bit outside my realm. Um, I don't work on the fine details of everything, as you might imagine. <clears throat> Find a moment in the episode that you think is is interesting or poignant or controversial. And send the episode to somebody and say, what do you think of this? You know, at this time, you know, at 3126, she says something or he says something. What do you think of that? The number one thing you can do, I, I've said many, many times, 
the purpose of our show, Martial Arts Radio, is to get you to think. I don't want you to agree with everything the guests say or that I say or that Andrew says. And I know Andrew's on the same page with me about this. So don't be afraid to think. It's not illegal yet. You are a better martial artist when you think about the things you do and why you do them. And I think martial arts radio is a perfect tool to get you to think. Actually, I'm going to share one more thing. I know we're going long, but I was engaged in a conversation on Instagram with someone I've never met. Someone that um, I've seen a bunch of their content. We are social media friends. We've traded messages a bunch. And they put up a post. And I'm going to sanitize it a little bit. Um, and the spirit of the post was that, that this, this gentleman that I was talking with is frustrated at such a large portion of martial arts, social media content being divisive and aggressive, and it doesn't serve our community. And I was on Instagram, so I gave it a heart. And it turned into about a 15-minute conversation back and forth last night talking about how there are certain individuals who have built brands in doing that and talking about how I think it really doesn't serve us as individuals or as the martial arts community. And it makes me sad. And really what it came down to at the end, as we were talking, was Whistlekick doesn't do that. We've never done that. We will never do that. Could we have more likes and comments and follows on our channels if we did? Yeah. But that doesn't get us where we're trying to go. That doesn't connect. may entertain. We could probably even wedge some education into that. But there's no connection there. That's division. We've got more than enough of that when I'm done with it. I've always been done with it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow. Thank you so much, everyone. Take care. Peace.